Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message, we start with 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Music is the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing Wonderful, Merciful Savior.
Brother Jackson. I want to talk to you today about Thessalonians. I'm going to give you a few chapters of Thessalonians and teach. It'll help us learn the Word of God and what it's all about. I'd ask that you might just listen to me and respond to the gospel. If you're lost, you need to get saved. If you're saved and you're living in a backslidden condition, you need to get back right with God. No, you ain't going to lose your salvation, but you'll lose a lot of rewards when you get to heaven because you're going to lose them because you're living in sin. You'll lose some of your rewards. So I'm going to pray, Father, we ask that you might just speak to the hearts of the people that's listening to me this morning. Let them get something out of this teachings. Father, I'll thank you for it and give you the honor, glory, and praise for it. For in Jesus' sweet name I ask this. Amen and amen. I want to talk to you all this morning about Thessalonica. It's right on top of my Thessalonica, the book. I got the oldest book in the New Testament. Uh, somebody had told me that years ago, some preacher. And I stuck, made me a note of it. This is, one of, this is the oldest book in the New Testament. And this is talking about a modern church. This is one of Paul's earlier letters written before his imprisonment. And while Silas was still a fellow traveler, this great church was founded by Paul and Silas on a missionary journey, Acts chapter 17. Verses 1 through 10. First Thessalonians chapter 1. Paul, Silvanius, and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you in peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. On the line that... Uh, couple of words in that verse 1. Grace and peace. You never have peace without grace. You got to have grace for my God our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. And he was writing to the Thessalonica church. Verse 2 says, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. In verse 1 on the line now, Grace and peace. You remember it when you read it again. In verse 3 on the line, remember without ceasing your work on the line, your work of faith on the line, faith, and labor on the line, labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Faith produces works. Working for Christ, looking for hope in Christ. Faith produces works. I've got verse 3 on the line. And then right on the bottom of my page, i got faith produces works. And I underline your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and the Father. 
Verse 3, a work of faith, a fruitful church. James chapter 2, verse 14 and 20. You might want to make a little note of that. On top of that verse, underneath there is something. A work of a good works. A work of faith, verse 3. And then you got a labor of love, verse 3. 1 Corinthians 13, 3. Revelation 2, 4. Labor of love. And then you got a third thing, patiently waiting for Jesus to return, verse 3. Patiently waiting for Jesus to return. Jesus Christ in his sight of God and our Lord and our Father. Waiting for Jesus to return. To them it was a living hope. Verse 10. It was a living hope. This should be our hope, Titus 2.13. Waiting for the Lord to come back. Verse 10 says this. And to wait for the Son from heaven when he raised, he raised, raised for the, raises the dead. Even Jesus was delivered us from the wrath of the come. And that's talking about the rapture of the church and to wait for his Son from heaven. That talks about the rapture. We believe in the rapture before the great tribulation. And then the great tribulation takes place after the rapture. Their election, verse 4, chosen of God was evidently by their good works. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 10, and Ephesians 1, 4. Verse 4 says, No one, brethren, beloved, your election of God. Verse 5, for our God, gospel came not unto you in words only, but also in the power in, in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, as you know what matter of men we are among you for. You'll say, verse 5, a church well-founded. The gospel was preached there with power. Verse 5, 1 Corinthians 2, 4, Romans 1, 4. And then in verse 5, the gospel was confirmed by the godly life of those who preached it? Verse 6, they knew the importance of good leadership. Verse 6, 1 Corinthians 4, 16. Verse 6, and ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. So they had a, they knew the importance of good leadership. Verse 6, they were willing to pay the price of discipleship, having received word of, in much affliction. In Luke 14, verse 28 through 33. Verse 7, so that you were examples all that believed in Macedonia. And in Arcadia, it was the most influential church in Macedonia and Arcadia, Romans 1 and 8. Verse 8. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord was only in Macedonia and Arcadia, 
but also in every place your faith to God would is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. Verse 8, it was a missionary church, verse 8, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, and Mark 16, 15. Verse 9, for they themselves showed of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how ye turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Oh, boy, that's a blessing. It was a friendly church, verse 9, Acts chapter 17, verse 4, First Thessalonians 2, 13, James 2, 1 and 4. The church members experienced a transforming grace of God, verse 9. You turn to God from idols to serve the living God. It is not enough just to turn from sin. We must take up our cross and follow Him, Matthew 16, 24. There's so many people today that's worshiping idols. They worship the statues don't have none of the five senses. And they'll worship them things. And they'll thank their God. In Pierre Park, they had an idol of a Mary, a statue of Mary, in the front yard close to a church or a house. And I talked to the people who lived in that house. And they said the only thing that kept us from going underwater is Mary out there. She takes care of us, watches over us. And you'd be surprised. In Pierre Park, when I was passing four years down there, my man come to church. One night, said, after church, I want to take you down there to the Catholic Church and show you what they're doing. I said, what do you mean? And we got in our cars and went down there. And in front of the church, it had a 18-wheeler uh, full of beer. They had some of the biggest bands in Pierre Parker playing some wild music. You wouldn't believe Christians would listen to it. And then, the worst part about it, they was all drunk just about. And the priest was drunk, dancing with women out in the middle of the street, right in front of the church. And they was doing it in the name of the church for God, a special day. And I said, it's sickening. I couldn't believe people that stupid. But see, them statues, listen, them, them statues don't mean a thing in the world. I took one off of the hospital cross one day. I took Jesus off that. Put on the man told me, said, you better put that back on there before they come in here. You can get in trouble for that, Brother Jackson, because they believe in them statues. So I put it on for their sake. I put it back on. I said, Jesus is not on the cross no more. He come off of that cross with spirit and rose three days later and three nights. And one of them resurrected up in the heaven. I said, he ain't on that cross no more. And I went to some people's One man that used to be one of my best door knockers over here in Tioga Church, what I said. And his wife was Catholic. She said, I think she's saved. She had to some three-foot pictures of the Pope of the Cardinals and stuff. And I told him after, he said, what do you think? I said, I don't think she's saved, brother. 
She's worshiping them stitches, them pictures. Okay. My uh, aunt, I tried to lead to Christ one time at her house and would kneel down to pray. She was going to ask God to forgive her for sin. Come in her heart and say, she got in front of her chair and up above the chair was a picture of Mary. And she stopped praying in the Hail Mary full of grace. And I stopped her and I said, you can't pray to them. Pictures and pictures can't save you. You need to ask God to forgive your sins the way you've lived and ask him to come in your heart and save you and mean that. And she didn't understand it. She was an older woman. She didn't understand that now she got saved. But that's the way it is. That's the way life is. And if you don't know the truth, the Bible says the truth is that you're free. It was a millennial church, verse 10. On the line, verse 10. And to wait for his son from heaven may we raised from the dead, even Jesus which believed, delivered us from the wrath of God. Let me tell you something, underline verse 10, and then that's talking about the rapture of the church. When Jesus come, wait for the Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead. Yeah, he's coming to get us. And it's Thessalonians, he's got the second coming just in every chapter. And I'm going to make, I'll get you to underline it. Well, you'll know it next time you look at it. They expected Christ to come at any time and wait for the Son from heaven. Acts 1 and 11 and Acts 3, verse 20 and 21. They had a promise of deliverance from the wrath to come. Second Thessalonians 2, 1 through 7. The wrath to come evidently means the future period. The great tribulation. Revelation 3, 10. In Revelation 6, 12 through 17, we can also claim the same promise. First Thessalonians 5, 9. Listen, brother, God's coming at That's the next thing on God's program. Coming at the church. And the way the church is, the people today, the country today, the world is today, I'm going to tell you something. We're in bad shape. Our country's in the biggest mess they've been in, as far as I know of. And I want you to know that and uh, we're, we're praying that President Trump will go back in four more years to, to keep on training the, the swamp. They're trying to get him that way in the world. I said, and they're going to get him if they don't watch him. He's uh, he's taken more than any man I've ever, ever heard of taken. And uh, he's taken it. He's taken it. But... Uh, I feel sorry for him. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.